This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write a weekly column for a bunch of fucking internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I would come on this show to defend those opinions. But now, nothing. I don't do anything. Joining me today, it's been a while since he's been on a podcast on this network, which is crazy because we actually host a podcast together on this network called The 90s Sucked. There will be new episodes of that next week, as a matter of fact. In the meantime, enjoy him here today, ladies and gentlemen, Chet Wild. Also joining me, she used to be my co-worker at a website called Crack.com. And now she's the host of a podcast called Tell Me Anything. And she has a new short film up on the internet that you can watch right down now. You'll hear more about that in the episode. She's also a fantastic comic. Ladies and gentlemen, Teresa Lee. It's going to be a great show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. Joining me today as co-host, my favorite co-host of all, <laughs> nobody. It's just me and a room full of guests. Guests who haven't been on in a long damn time. Either of you. This is actually, I'm here to like call you both out wow. over it. And uh, I feel like it. it's damaged our, our relationships a little bit. So Let's not introduce either of ourselves. Yeah, I'm not going to say, <laughs> that's the whole thing. I'm just going to not say your names. Listeners will just it. have to figure guess. it out. And if they yeah. don't know, well, they're not. They're not true. Well, I'm sure no one will be able to tell that voice is Chet Wilde. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I read your comments, people. Where's Chet? Uh, Is he okay? I mean, I don't listen to the episodes he's on because he's super fucking annoying, but I hope he's all right. That was fun. That was a fun read. I don't think that's a quote. It's a paraphrase. (laughs) It's a strongly accurate (laughs) paraphrase. Also joining us, Teresa Lee. Hello. Yeah, last time you were in a different studio, and now you're very close to where I work. Yeah, last time I was in a studio I lived in, and now I'm in a studio I could live in, but it would be sad <laughs> if I did. Uh, yeah, we've been here since May, I think. So Yeah, May. middle. Of, I don't know why I said I think. It's not like it was 25 years ago. Was, so you've had the longer hiatus. I've been maybe three months Yeah, I've recorded. Which is, I mean, but me and you were hosting a podcast Yeah, that's true. Time. That's and true. Then, we have tried to record like four or five times. Yeah. And just, mm. It's been rough. It happens. Teresa, you have a, a thing you want to promote, right? Oh, yeah. Tell I, people I about just it. put out a short film called I Think She Likes You. Um, it was at Tribeca and Outfest and a bunch of other places. But now it's on the internet in the world uh, for free. And you can watch it. Everyone go watch yeah, it. Go watch it. Because, yeah, there's it really just with shorts. You really just it's very anticlimactic how it ends. You know, you put in all this work to do it and we're happy with it. But then it kind of just goes. All right. And now 
Yeah. It's out there. So I don't know. Go watch it. If you like it, let me know. If you hate it, let me know. Any reaction, really. I feel numb inside. So. Well, yeah. I mean, don't we all? And <laughs> me and Chet have never made short films. That's so. not true that's at all. Cool. We just haven't released our short films. <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose that's true. There's a lot of bone con that we've just never put out. <laughs> short for bonus content. Mm. So um, I took a, just, I want to add in, I took a quick peek at your website because I don't think oh, we've cool. met before and, mm-hmm. and you wrote for Brockmire and that's just. Yeah, well, I was a contributing writer. So, what is still you were tied to an outstanding show that I'm a huge fan of. So, so that's we'll talk. All right, just take act like you've been there before. (laughs) No, no, come on. Bro, you gotta oh, hey, watch also uh happy new year everybody Ooh. oh when's this coming yeah, yeah okay. it's 2020 right now oh shit uh, how crazy was all that uh all that christmas stuff that y2k happened? 20 <laughs> we survived it we're in like uh everybody's treating it like we're going to be in the 20s that's the vibe i've been getting is like people are like i'm gonna wear my flapper stuff yeah no like, it's good i feel like it's no. gonna be the 70s again Lots of domestic terrorism, mm. uh, but like the gentle kind that doesn't really kill people. That's what we had in the 70s. Okay. People people hijack a plane, but then like land it somewhere and get all the passengers off and then blow it up, which is like the layover of my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> if every flight involves the flight, the flight I'm on now is going to land and you get to see it fucking explode. Cool. I bet you get good insurance money. Yeah. Probably, or they the would, plane. or they would blow up government buildings mm. that were while they were closed. So then people would show up to work the next day and be like, "Oh, bomb day! <laughs> this is nice." I read a thing yesterday that LA is one of the top five uh, most likely cities to get hit with a nuke. Oh yeah, sure, because I mean, we're awesome. Yeah. So uh, what are we talking about today? I guess that's for me to tell people. We're talking about things to look forward to in twenty twenty. There's yeah. there's stuff, right? You're not doing the whole thing where you cut somebody off and do the how you're doing and No, all? I don't have the the soundboard. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can start talking up. normally. I've just I've been very guarded. I'm like short answers cuz he's going to cut me off. Oh, yeah. Just We're, waiting for it. It's it's the end of the year. Everything's chaos. These no, are like the start of the year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Start of a decade, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, this is uh not at all 6:30 in Burbank a week before Christmas. Yeah, these are the last, these two episodes I'm recording tonight are the last two podcasts I have to record for the year, basically. Nice. Uh, So, fuck that soundboard. But our voices are being heard in 2020 now. (laughs) Soundboard. in the future. Soundboard will be back in February. Anyway. We're talking about what we look forward to this year. Mm. We are. Is everyone looking forward to 2020? Uh, You know, up until today, I have not thought about, like, I feel like I haven't thought about this year being this far in if that makes sense like i keep feeling like we just started it and now i'm like well i'm forced to reckon with the fact that it's over so i guess i have to think about it yeah 2019 was a lot of chaos for me it's Mm -hmm. been this weird thing since trump becomes president where it feels like it's been like two days since he was elected but also 200 years yeah it's like we're on like constantly being traumatized yeah no literally we aren't here yeah yeah so 2020 possibility he's not around or that he's here forever uh yeah. One or the other. I'm looking forward to, I think in 2020, the uh, ADHD medication that I want to take is going to have a generic out. So then I can take it. Oh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Which medication is it? Vyvanse. Violate your HIPAA rights right now. <laughs> Tell people what medication it is. I think I'm allowed to say, oh, no, it's HIPAA, but HIPAA's care providers, right? Well, HIPAA, like you can't oh, just. Oh, I'm not, not supposed to say. No, you can. I was joking. You're right. Like, they're, they're, that's your HIPAA back. information. Yeah. 
I I got a HIPAA for you. <laughs> I don't know what right? that means. Bring in our strongest material here in 2020. <laughs> Yeah, oh this is this will this will be the second episode of I should just explain it to people instead of trying to keep up the facade. This will be the second episode of 2020, but we're recording it deep in December 2019. Christmas ain't even happened. Uh, Trump was just impeached yeah. like a day ago. And that last week's episode was about us speculating on where that story will be by the time that episode goes up. Will Pelosi give the Senate the articles? That's the question of the day. Yeah, well, that. but by the time this goes up, yeah, the question of the day might be the country's different. burning and yeah. uh, we all need help. I mean, that's kind of... It's, it's already happening. Yeah, that's kind of the case yeah, we're more like, now anyway. It's more like the country's burning or it's like if you're in a house and it's burning and we're all just trying to decide if we, we agree to call it a fire. That's what it feels like because it's not like we're actually... Like we all know... We're in a bad situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great way to put it because it like everyone it's been since Trump started campaigning, it's been some quasi Nazi shit. Mm-hmm. And every step of the way, people are like, well, it's never going to happen. Yeah. You know, what'd be great is if Jesus came back in 2020 <laughs> and denounced Trump. What would people do? They what would, would Trump supporters him. do that? I, I really they would be. Yeah. The, I don't know if they would take Jesus aside. If Jesus came back. No, that would be the one thing. That might be the if only thing. Back. But what, how would anyone just, ever believe it's actually Jesus? Because we just did an episode of the Conspiracy Podcast uh, with Fizza Dasani about this movie called The Trump Prophecy, uh-huh. which is about uh, this real life thing that happened where this guy had PTSD. He was a former firefighter. And he said during a TV interview with Trump mm. that God told him, you're hearing the voice of the president. And this was in 2011. Uh-huh. And this guy's, he was going to this doctor for uh, treatment for PTSD. And at one point is like, hey, I got a notebook full of messages from God. You want to oh see them? And the doctor did the right thing initially and said, yeah, I should probably take a look at those. But then instead of uh, prescribing him the medication that stops the messages from God, he uh slid that notebook to his wife, who was a networker for a series of ministries throughout the world. And they, in tandem, went back to him and were like, this is the voice of God. And what we're going to do is organize a daily telephone prayer conference call. And we are all in unison going to vote for Trump to become president. Oh my God. And this phone call got to a hundred thousand people a day. And there is an entire block of Trump support that literally believes he is president because God ordained it. And that is such a dangerous thing because there's nothing he can do in those people's eyes to change his stance. Like it doesn't matter what he does because he's president. Right. And God wanted him to be president. So if he does shoot someone on Fifth Avenue, they'll be like, that's God. Also, that's why matter. HIPAA is in place. <laughs> <laughs> also, if you get shot on Fifth Avenue, that's what you get for going on Fifth Avenue. You've already been warned. I would not go on Fifth Avenue knowing that's where the president may shoot me <laughs> and get away that's with it. That's a good point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also bullshit that you can't be careful. I word this here because the FBI is always listening. You can't oh make threats towards the president, but he can make threats towards everyone else. <laughs> There's that, no recourse right. here for me. That is true. He isn't supposed to make threats to individuals for no reason, but I feel like 
he's allowed to do anything. But most people don't do things like that. Last night he he said the 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 representative from Michigan whose wife took over that uh, the, he was the longest serving senator, yeah. the longest serving congressman that uh, he may be looking up instead of yeah. looking down. Yeah, that was yeah. messed up. What, are you, what do you mean last night? That was weeks ago, Chad. <laughs> Jeez, yeah, you're crazy, all... man. Uh, so yeah, I think if Jesus came yeah. back and said, no, these people are wrong, that guy just had PTSD, that might be the only thing that would sway those Trump supporters. But then all the leftists who are atheists, they would really be in a pickle. Well, it all, it would also mean ISIS is kind of right. That because Jesus is coming back? I, well, ISIS and like really evangelical Christian mm. types, their idea of uh, how the, like the, the return of Christ happens is literally the same thing. The only difference is who is Jesus coming back to side ah, with. Gotcha. ISIS thinks Jesus will side with them. Evangelicals think Jesus will side with them. What about we Christian members of the KKK who hate Jews? Jesus is back. He's Jewish. There's some tough decisions to make there. Yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a lot of questions for a lot of people. But hey, let's talk about what there are what things there are to look for i can't even get it out because there's not 20, a whole 20. lot we know what you fucking love what do i love you fucking love the olympics more than anyone i know in my Ooh, peer circle transition you that genuinely was. this segue brought to you by segway segway <laughs> when you need a segway segway you genuinely love the olympics i fucking love the olympics it's the only like, time i get to feel a little patriotic and even then not <laughs> really like if there's someone killing it from australia i'm gonna fucking want them are to you win. a summer or winter guy i prefer the winter olympics but oh, i like them interesting both my favorite olympic sport is figure skating i do love yeah i remember watching michelle kwan growing up yeah like, i want to do that figures no <laughs> figure skating is so like i don't know if there's a more tense sport yeah. have you watched curling I'm not saying that sarcastically. No, curling is curling fun. is fucking intense to watch at a professional it's level. It's not intense the way like no sport that you can learn at a bar in Wisconsin is that intense. Like figure skating, like those people have worked their entire yeah. fucking lives for that one moment and if their ankle just buckles a little bit, mm -hmm. done. Crazy it's that there's crazy. been all these uh sex scandals and and abuse and, and pedophilia in gymnastics. But not ice skating. I'm not. Oh, there has, no, there has been. Okay. It just hasn't been as popular because it just seems like yeah. the same environment, but for cold. Mm. Yeah, and it's like I'm sure it's there's bigger scandals. I guess you got the there. ice weapons on your. You that can is just true. Yeah. Defend yourself. No, it's not. They're young women. Too cold to get a boner. <sighs> Am I right? Bow, bow, bow. It isn't like gymnastics. At least feels like there, there's technique, uh, but it's more like um, athletic. Figure skating. It is really a sport that has so much art. It's so interesting that it's like it's an Olympic sport, but then it, so much of it is just dance. Yeah, but then the jumps. It's yeah, those for sure. Jumps that are like one, like landing the wrong way one time can just yeah. like wreck everything you've worked for. And I, I prefer uh, women's figure skating. Mm -hmm. I just like dudes don't look right doing it. I hate to ruin doubles it for are fun. You. I do like watching the. Yeah, doubles yeah. are fun. But male figure skating, I, like unless there's like a fucking Brian Boitano in the game, <laughs> I don't really care that much. Doubles is fun because uh, the lifts. You're always a half inch away from seeing a guy get his throat slit. <sighs> like it's crazy dangerous what they do. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of the things I love about figure skating that I also love about tennis. Men and women compete together. Uh huh. Which that's cool. When do you ever see that shit? You don't see that in basketball. 
You don't see the Lakers playing the fucking Sparks? That would be a nightmare. Oh, no. There was in whatever world dart competition, like the first woman ever won a match. Darts aren't sports. Darts is a sport. That's a bar activity, you maniac. Those are my favorite sports. Oh, okay. If the sport is more fun, well, not more fun, uh, done more while drunk, I feel like it's not a sport. All sports are fun doing drunk, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Wow, I, now I can't talk at it. All I want to do it's is that- play darts and bumper pool sober. That's all I want to do. We got senioritis. The, the year's almost over. No one wants to be working. I hate to break it to you. You're getting all pumped about the Winter Olympics. 2020 is the year of the Summer Olympics. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. That's why it says the 2020 Summer in Olympics in Japan. In Japan. Yeah, and it's it's in Japan. Uh, our relations with all Asian nations are great right now, so I'm sure yeah. there won't be any political tension by the time that rolls <laughs> oh around. But you'll get to see a lot of athletes denounce Trump and win, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, and a lot of people And worried also China of, getting in there and putting their little paws on everything. Yeah, I'm sure North Korea will test a missile or two during the fucking <laughs> Olympics. Yeah, it's, it's in Tokyo. Uh, these Olympics, like any other, are uh, bad. Like, but... <laughs> I don't know what Tokyo's homeless situation is like. I'm assuming it's not like most places, I like, but I could be wrong. There's a lot of fucking people there. I feel like Tokyo is one of those cities where it's always pointed to as having like a pretty good system for everything. Like it's very clean. Right. Everyone's pretty polite. The public transportation is great. There's like a lot of infrastructure for stuff. There's other problems, I'm sure, like just like every city has. But um, there's even like small like pod hotels with people like cheap places that yeah. you can just go to if you're like working late because the the olympics are always hell for homeless people yeah they always make an effort to kind of rid the tourist areas of homeless people and well, that means just moving them somewhere assuming we don't as opposed get, to housing them you know assuming we don't get nuked you'll get to find out what happens in four years right Oh, yeah. Aren't, aren't the, the summer LA. 2024 here? Oh, oh the man. 2028. Oh, that's no. going to be the fucking purge. Damn. <laughs> that's what that's going to be. Holy shit. But, uh, yeah, Japan, the, the one thing Japan uh, is catching some flack for, they initially said the cost to build everything and put on the Olympics was going to be $6.6 billion. And now it's, uh, they also, and they also said taxpayers wouldn't pay any of that. Mm. And now they're like, eh, more like 30 billion and you're going to be paying oh for God. it for decades. So that's a bummer. There's also substandard working conditions, but that's every fucking Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's people who are complaining of like having to work 28 days in a row with no breaks, but only two people have died so far. That's how not- many people normally die around two. Okay. That's why I, I really only bring that up because uh, I just want to remind people that the 2022 World Cup in mm. Qatar or Qatar, however you want to pronounce it, that is a human rights crisis. Like thousands yeah. of people have died already building the infrastructure for the 2022 oh, World Cup, and they're all slaves. Uh, there's a, a system in a lot of Middle East countries called the Kafala system where they bring in migrant workers and then their employers take their passports and do not allow them to leave the country. And it becomes uh, essentially slavery. And what's crazy about Qatar is their population is something like 400,000 native uh, Qataris and like 2.5 million Kafala workers. So it's, wow. so it's way outnumbered. So yeah. made up Damn. words at this point. Made up words, why? Just Qataris and Qatala numbers. 
Well, I mean, yeah, because we don't have to worry about it because we're in the United States. But it's well, still fuck soccer. But that's so that's I've said the, fuck soccer before this, and this just reinforces. Well, it. I bring that up every time because, like, when I bring up the Olympics, people will be like, "Oh, the IOC is so corrupt." It's like, okay, but don't tell me shit when the World Cup yeah. comes around and you're pretending you love the beautiful game because it's so much better than American sports. No, it's yeah, the fucking so. malaria of sports. There's a lot of rioting that happens in soccer games in Europe. Well, it's also, uh, I actually take Italian soccer and European soccer in general as a sign that the United States isn't quite as fascist as Europe (laughs) yet, because go to the Staples Center and try Uh to get your anti-Semitic chant going. Uh-huh. No and one's someone's, throwing, someone's you gonna just out, you're just yeah. gonna get thrown out. No one's throwing at bananas a, at LeBron yet. Right. At a soccer match yeah. in Europe, oh, it's so much thousands racism. of people will join in. And a lot of uh, white supremacy like undertones in like sort of the riots and groups of yeah. support. Yeah, there's a, soccer, f- a faction of soccer fans in Italy called Ultras. Mm. And they're just fascists. Like they're they are Mussolini fans more than they're soccer fans. It's fucking scary. But we won't see any of that in Japan. Not in Tokyo. Not in Tokyo. With no history of fascism. And- no. Tokyo's always Japan. been great to everybody. Uh, Japan, I mean. So, yeah. That's happening, though. We get to, like, I fuck, I fuck with gymnastics. Swimming. Swimming is so yeah, fun to watch. Fun. Track and field. Table, Other- table and tennis is pretty intense. Yeah, see, most Badminton. of Badminton. All the racket yeah, diving. sports. Diving's fun. Oh, yeah. Diving is fun. Yeah, there's a lot of summer sports I don't care for like most of the winter sports if you just sit down and pay attention are pretty fun to watch are you going to go uh to the tokyo games Mm -hmm. no but i would like to go to japan at some point i've never been to japan uh we have japan on pops listeners i know we have probably norwegian and yeah the word wasn't coming to me (laughs) japan listeners yeah japan listeners uh yeah we got listeners all over the place we even get one listen a week from russia Mm, they're, I think they're keeping tabs on you. No, <laughs> it's fine. So am I the only one excited for the Olympics? Probably not. Uh, I'm excited now that you're saying it. It wasn't <laughs> in my mind before. I actually didn't even realize they were happening this year until I started researching this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I am looking forward to that. Ah. Yeah, it'll be a good watch. Another thing that I found... I mean, this, I don't know, like, this doesn't impact me any, but it's pretty interesting. Uh, Liberia right now has a, a huge Ebola outbreak on their hands. How shitty would it be if You're I just stopped that? there? No. Like, like, and I can't and fucking I wait. am so excited. Can't wait to see Ebola in action. No, what's go- what happened is at one point, Liberia got really strapped for cash after mm-hmm. their civil war ended. And one of the things they did to start making money was uh, deforestation. And that's bad in and of itself. But it's also one of the things that is attributed, like the the Ebola outbreak is attributed to that. Because at some point it's kind of like, oh, this meteor landed. Let's break it open and see what's inside it. And it's like, surprise, it's a disease that's going to kill us all. Same thing happens when you go cutting down trees that have been there forever. You're exposing yourself to whatever is living in that region that most people don't go to. And it uh, caused this Ebola outbreak. And an Ebola outbreak costs more money. uh, That financially strapped your country even more. So the concern was that they would turn to more deforestation to stop it. And the whole problem would just get worse. So Vicious cycle. Right. 
So what they did is uh, the country of Norway. Shout out Norway. Uh, Chet loves Norway. My favorite country. Oh. Still might want to move there someday. The Sears from Norway. Oh, yeah? Who's that? Girl in Red. She's like a Norwegian. Oh, yeah. Girl in Red's singer. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bedroom pop star. Norway, what they're going to do is pay the country of Liberia $150 million a year in development aid in return for them not cutting down <laughs> any more so much trees. money. Smart. It is smart. They just live off the interest of their oil shit. Like mm. they don't, Everyone has made there. Yeah, and it's it's such a uh, stark contrast to what like China is doing in mm. Africa right now, where they're just loaning countries money that they know won't be able to pay that yeah. money oh, back. Oh, they've done that to us. Yeah, we owe. Well, I, yeah, I mean they they do that to America, but yeah, they yeah. do that so that you they basically own you, right? And they're doing it in like the Congo right now because there's it's all about resources like yeah. the shit you need to make smartphones that stuff's like you have to mine that out of the ground and it's not everywhere so the countries that have the shit they need to uh build their technology they're like loaning them money knowing they'll default on those loans and they can just take that shit it's like a uh, Scientology we yeah. sign a million year contract yeah imagine that like imagine <laughs> Only 999. <laughs> if you actually count it. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. Um, so, yeah, the this is it's interesting. It's not going to I mean, it'll help. It'll help the do, world. Having more rainforest helps. Uh, does, uh, does Norway do that kind of stuff a lot? I, I in the article and we'll link to all of the articles that this stuff is coming from on uh, the unpops.com website. But in this article, they mentioned that they had partnered with like states or mm. territories in different countries before, like in Brazil, where yeah. stuff like this is a problem, but they've never done it on a countrywide basis before. That's so cool. Yeah, it really is. And it's a good, like at some point, if because Norway's not huge, but mm -hmm. they, they are pretty well off financially and their mm -hmm. people are taken care of as long as they're white. And uh, like at some in, point in Norway's defense, pretty much everyone there is white. Exactly. So. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, so at some point, if you got all that money, start doing yeah. good with it. Yeah. Instead of like building up a huge military and invading motherfuckers. You can't you spend like, it can't all on Vafel me Brunost. <gasps> That's Norwegian for waffles with oh, or br wow. brown cheese. That's. Brown, so cheese. I brown cheese. Well, I'm talking about waffles with brown, brown cheese. It's so fucking good. They're like these floppy, soft waffles. Still and they losing put, me. Nope. They put butter and brown cheese on it and then fold it all oh, in. The fuck is brown cheese? It's, it's what they have in Norway. It's so good. Also, just brown. I mean, I know just the color of many foods, but used in the description of a food is not appetizing. It's more. Mm -mm. But if I say waffel me brunost, that it's sounds like brown coffee. Like nah. I just high coffee. That sounds like a. <laughs> A Nazi operation, <laughs> especially when you say it. What? <laughs> Come on! You're also doing the Hell Hitler, so yes. yeah, yeah. Well, Did you have to goose step through the studio when you said that? <laughs> That's the, I was uh, just being true to myself. Uh, Egypt might eradicate hepatitis C this year. Nice. This is a weird something I never knew about uh, Egypt. One of the highest hepatitis C rates in the world. Is it from the cats? It 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 is no. yeah. Wait, which cats? I don't know. The pyramids, Sphinx. Oh yeah. Are oh. those? Are, do they still have a ton of cats there, or did they just like cats back in the day? I know very uh, little about Egypt. I 
I don't know, but I, am I, I'm also now doubling back because I'm like, is hepatitis C the one that cats give you? And I might be wrong. That might be That's HPV. cat scratch is fever. It HPV? <laughs> no, they carry a bunch of stuff. That's why pregnant yeah. women can't Well, be cats are always using dirty needles and weaving them around for <laughs> yeah, humans yeah, to yeah, pick yeah. up. That's how it gets spread. Well, it is crazy. That's kind of what happened in Egypt. Back in the 1960s, they were trying to vaccinate the population against uh, some other disease and they didn't like they oh no they were trying to do it so fast they they weren't like great with needle safety oh and they just basically spread hepatitis c throughout the land oh no and now like in the population of egypt in people over like 50 like half the people have hepatitis c which is a fucking lot That's a lot of people and then they've been spreading it throughout the years so egypt is just fucking riddled with hepatitis C or it was until uh, a couple years ago they started a program where they literally just go door to door testing entire families at once for hepatitis C and if you have it they vaccinate you and uh, they treat it and it goes away and by 2020 it's expected that they will have eradicated hepatitis C entirely in Egypt That's not cool. probably not like a b and d all the <laughs> all the rare ones and they're cleaning the needles so that's good ideally that that would be nice so i don't know toward it would you go i mean i guess if it was government mandated but if someone knocked on my door to give me a vaccine i would need a i would like question them real hard before trusting them because yeah couldn't anybody be like well i work for the government yeah you would have to be there would have to be some kind of information campaign around that yeah where you tell people what to look for. Because you got to think there are going to be some scammers who seize sure. on that. And are like, yeah, we're gonna gonna just put this needle. It's heroin. Buy more heroin. We're here me. for your brown cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> and waffles. What is brown cheese? I mean, you can get it at, at uh, like. It's called Whole brown Foods. cheese? Yeah, it's just called brown cheese. Is it brown? And, yeah. Is it cheese? Yeah. <laughs> it's like farmer's cheese is also know. a cheese. It's just. Well, that's made of farmers. Yeah, exactly. I know. Hey, rule of threes. I'll give you another uh, country feel-good story here that's going on. Let's hear it. In Zimbabwe, there's uh, roughly only one psychiatrist for every one million people in their population. Uh, So they really- That is good news. Let's move on. They they don't have great mental health services, but uh, grandparents are- Especially grandmothers are are deeply respected in their society and culture. And uh, they came up with this program- called i think it's called the friend bench where they train all of these grandmothers in cognitive behavioral therapy like put them through a six-week training and just have these benches in public where anybody can go up and talk to these grandmothers and basically get free therapy and it's proving far more effective than a lot of their other uh so just strange grandmothers sitting on benches yeah yeah but they're like i like that idea but then at the same time i'm like are these i can't tell if it's exploitive or if it's like are these grandmothers retired who are like I have to do this. Yeah, are they volunteering? They're volunteering, I believe. Okay. Or maybe they get compensated. I think it's a volunteer thing. Well, yeah, I would hope they get compensated either way. Uh, especially I don't think especially if they're not it. if they're not volunteering. Right, if they're right, just right. forced into it. Rounded up in the middle of the night and <laughs> set on park benches. On this bench. <laughs> you listen to problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is interesting. That's cute. Friend bench. Yeah. Friend bench. Why are there so few mental health? practitioners um, in zimbabwe there i mean what's the incentive to go there as a mental health practitioner it's probably part of it very untapped market apparently um and maybe i know like in asia it's not a culturally we weren't 
uh, you're not taught to like look at mental health, like a part of preventative care. Yeah. So it's more like, Oh, you, something's wrong. Then you have to go to this doctor. And so there's kind of like a taboo about it. And when they first launched the program, it was, it was named something else is basically translated to like the depression bench mm. and like, or the mental health bench and no one Nobody would go to went. it. And uh, once they, once they changed it to the, the like feel good friend, family, whatever bench, uh, people are much more receptive to it, even though they're getting the same type of dynamic. Stealthy therapy. I like how all the good <laughs> shit happening in 26 or in 2020 is not happening here. I know. So right? Far. What about us? <laughs> Tokyo Olympics. Fucking Liberia. We just got to get through 2020. Zimbabwe. We just got to white knuckle it, and then hopefully 2021 is mm. better. I'm really excited about technology yeah. stuff. Yeah, there's some cool technological advances. Again, agree. A lot disagree. that aren't happening here. Uh-huh. There's this crazy article on NBC.com that was uh, written by a popular science writer, and it discusses some of the technological advances we might see in 2020. And it's pushing it like, look at all these cool things that are happening. And a lot of it just sounds scary. Terrifying. Mm. Let Trying me tell to normalize you, us. A lot of the stuff, AI and everything, it already exists. We're just not using it yet. And a lot of people are using it in China. Uh, yeah. And I'm because I'm just like, so I'm obsessed with AI. And I think the way we talk about it in America, we talk about it like, this might exist, but like, no, it exists and it will happen overnight the minute like the companies decide to market it to you. There's no choice. It's like how iPhones, we just have to use Well, them. it's a cultural yeah. shift. Like yeah. when Google uh, launched Google Glasses for, I think, five years ago now, mm. there was just such a rejection to it at the time. The, the idea that like you have this camera on you at all times, yeah. but, the, the, but our society just needs to catch up to it a little bit. Something about... Google Glass that I didn't know and I recently learned from reading about AI is, uh, I mean, I'm sure it would have been cool if it took off, but that was never the point. They created it because they wanted to collect data. They wanted to collect data of what humans see so they could train robots to have vision. And so it was never meant to be a product and that's why it failed, but they succeeded and they have all that data now. Yay! My old college roommate was one of the Google... Yeah. Glass lead people, and he was on The Daily Show, and they mocked him mercilessly, yeah. mercilessly for it. Any little like dumb app you do, like FaceApp or anything that's like, guess your age. That's why I don't do any of that shit. It's collecting your data. It sure is. Yeah, and the, the, the reason I imagine it's further along in China right now is I imagine 5G internet is further along. Mm. And that's the thing we're lacking right now. Mm -hmm. Like once we have a robust 5G internet infrastructure in this country, our phones are going to be in our fucking heads. Uh And that is not an exaggeration. Like that is what, like we are basically cyborgs right now because Mm -hmm. we have the only difference between us and a cyborg is the thing that makes us an enlightened version of a person is a thing we carry in our hands. I know I'm pointing to a vape, but uh, well, what I <laughs> what I actually mean is the phones we carry around, and the like. The next step is get rid of that device and get it in your head. Well, it doesn't even need to physically be in your head because think about how you are without a phone. You're at a weakened state, and people think about fighting robots uh, like. I've heard the argument humans will say like, oh, well, I'll just unplug them. I'm a human. But what happens when you unplug you? You're a human. If you're off your phone, you have no electronics for whatever in the middle of a war. You're weak. So we're already at a point like we're so focused on making fighting robots that we forgot we're making ourselves weaker by using robots. Um, So I think it's already started. Also, I'll say that I went to China and um, I was in a rural village and everybody has what's or what's WeChat. 
including like street vendors who are like selling eggs from the live chicken right there. They have a QR code. And if you try to pay cash, they just like think you're like from the stone age. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we did another conspiracy episode about 5g internet. Cause one of the things that's worrisome about it is the United States uh, in recent years developed a weapon called the active denial system. And what it is, is just a a wave that they can shoot at a crowd of protesters that will just make you feel really hot. Oh, the weird thing, right? And uncomfortable. And it operates on the same frequency that we opened up to make 5G internet happen. So it's very possible that once 5, because the difference with 5G internet, instead of a tower out in the middle of nowhere, it's a bunch of little towers like three and four per block, like everywhere you go, you're connecting to a new cell tower and it wouldn't be outside the realm of possibility since those things operate on the same frequency for a government to be like, all right, well, there's a protest happening Mm. in this area. Flip that active denial switch in that area and let's shut that protest down. And then how do you protest ever? Like, yeah. what the fuck do you do when your government or gets corrupt? What happens when somebody ha- hacks it and turns it against the government, too? Or against people. That's yeah. so scary. It's also like you were saying that we're more... In, well, we think of ourselves as enlightened. Like, we're not quite cyborgs because we still have this humanity. But even noticing, like, the way things have shifted in the last few years, like, I think we are losing the humanity. Like, it, people have such a hard time empathizing. I yes. know this isn't funny, but I do think, like, we're kind of doing this without realizing it like all the sci-fi futuristic stuff is happening and we're in it like, yeah, old nipsey also put it really well and he said uh the technology is exceeding far faster than our ability to empathize is mm-hmm. um our compassion is chat so, with the nipsey hustle that's quote. right i've been off Holy getting enlightened shit. i took society into the individual i mean school. you live in the neighborhood i'm a multiculturally competent person now. where were you when he was shot uh i can tell you where i was shortly afterwards Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah the and this article his funeral was a block from my house that's what i'm saying that look never mind it was here here are two blocks from my house it's my block black dahlia nipsey hustle's funeral nice would you go okay so if the if the government or the world decided to like jump onto some technology that you knew what like lost you your privacy but everyone was like this is so cool something like 5g well we already we're already there yeah Yeah. that's the that's the thing like there's already privacy concerns around our phones like i'm not a huge joe rogan guy but uh (laughs) listen to his edward snowden interview yeah well the the thing the thing that worries me i talked about this on an episode a couple weeks ago that thing where if you just shout a few keywords at your phone and then go yeah. on Instagram, you're going to have ads for that. That could be turned into some surveillance shit pretty oh, easily. Sure. Why do a number of our smart TVs have microphones built in yeah. when we have no, there's no function of talking to your phone? And Google just got in trouble recently because some of their home, uh, some had, of their home devices, their had home security systems yeah. had microphones and they sent out yeah. this update and said, Hey, we're going to uh, activate those microphones in your home security. And if system. you live in a city, it's pretty much impossible to n- navigate uh, the day without being seen by thousands of cameras. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, my advisement, uh, would be to, uh, increase your awareness of your addiction to your technology and to start consciously weaning yourself off of it. It's, it's probably not practical to never use a cell phone or never use social media, but if you can develop an awareness and, uh, 
it's almost like uh like fasting with food just mm. be like you know I'm going to allow myself access to this device these hours a day, but like I have to learn to function without it. But I don't think it's technology that's making people bad. I I feel like we like to blame it. And I do think it can add to bad habits and increase it. But I think if the trend is that there's going to be more technology, taking yourself out just takes you out, but it doesn't help the trend. There's almost like, what if we lean in and then like highlight the good parts? Like what if we realize like, oh, phones are listening so we can't be bad people. And instead of trying to get around it we're like maybe this will change our behavior because a lot of times i mean honestly even with all the me too stuff some of it came out because i think there's a voice there's an internet and nobody ever thought they would have like a network of women be able to talk to each other at that level so technology is kind of fucking over bad people and exposing bad behavior but on the other side i think we could just shift our behavior to adapt maybe we should stop I don't know, whatever, like whatever people say in private that they're afraid is going to come out. Maybe they should just not think. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But the problem with that is if that becomes a a thing that technology enforces, then you're kind of at the will of who's deciding like what rules are behind it and what's it enforcing because it could enforce, Hey, you're, uh, you're being a racist in your home. Mm We're going to send people out to talk to you about why that's bad. <laughs> and is that even good? Oh, no, good? that sounds awful. No. <laughs> I don't think any person should be in charge of that much power or knowledge. I just think if people are scared, they can maybe be like, oh, what am I scared of? Oh, maybe that says something about me and blah, blah, blah. I understand what you're saying. And I think your point and thought comes from a good place. Uh, but there's also just a darkness to all humans that has sure, to exist. Sure, sure. And if... If you're just not saying a bad thing because you think somebody's listening, like that shit gets repressed and will act out in different ways and just kind of creates a sick society. I think realizing like, oh, I have this dark thought was a healthy way of like understanding why I think this as opposed to like, I'm going to go rob a bank. I don't know. Or just understanding a thought's a thought and that you're not your thoughts. Take it to the friend bench. (laughs) Yeah, take it to the friend bench. That's why I'm going in that direction, buddy. Friend bench. Yeah, Japan is also building a... uh, they're using robots mm. to build a lunar base for robots. How many isn't robots a lunar base, in that? Isn't, <laughs> isn't a lunar base for robots like the nightmare? Wait, what, they're using robots to build their lunar base for robots? The, so, the, so robots can take over the moon. So they'll live there? Yeah, they're going to, like, instead of putting people up there to do all the space shit that we need done, they're going to put robots with no feelings or, or uh-huh. heart or families. Yet, until they develop consciousness. Well, until they develop the synthetic brain, which might be coming this year That's also. Mm. Because there are, in this article also, they mention that there are computers that will probably be out by 2020. That one will only cost like $1,000, which is like less than a fucking MacBook yeah. right now. Uh, and they will have the same computing capacity as the human brain what does that mean like functionally what does that mean it means they love to jerk off and say racist shit yeah probably will it do it's a male brain it so it's like a a neural network as opposed to like i'm not sure i don't know i like it just will have in the 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 problem with trying to uh because there is because this technology is coming Mm -hmm. where there will be computers that work basically the way the human brain works, which I don't know enough about how the human brain works to explain that. But there are, uh, there's, for example, a group in Switzerland called the Blue Brain Project. (laughs) And what they're trying to do is build a synthetic human brain from scratch. 
uh, based on this computer that will have the computing power of a human brain. But the problem with, and they think they'll be able to do that by 2020. The problem with that is that's we like in five days. Yeah, that's very soon. <laughs> that was four days ago. Uh, oh, yes, right. <laughs> like we don't know that much about the human brain yeah. as it is. So if you have access to one that you're building from scratch, you're going to learn so much oh, more yeah. about it as you build it that it's just going to carry on forever, which might be good because I don't know right. if we need synthetic brains in the fucking heaven robots that Jesus <laughs> is or that Japan is sending up to the fucking moon. Where think, Jesus lives. Do you think Where we Jesus have parts is. of our anatomy, like the way that Google Home had that microphone that nobody knew till it was activated? Do you think there's parts of our anatomy that like at a certain point in our evolution will be activated that has not been used and we'll be like, whoa, like, I mean, kind of, refer- I don't think it's the third eye, but like that idea, you know, some, but more practical. Well, our gut's our second brain and there's a lot of medical evidence to support that. Um, yeah. I think allergies are not researched enough. And I think in 15 years, there's going to be a lot more research about allergies that are going to link to like mental health and all this other stuff that's going to, I don't know. I, well, like, a I said lot it here it's first. Our, it's I think our it's body, yeah. our body knows best. It's your first defense. It's your immunity yeah. system telling you like something's off and it might come out as a rash, but really it might be like you're sitting next to an abuser. It's like our, yeah. our yeah. stomachs communicate with each well, other. Like if my stomach growls, your stomach will probably growl and they can't mm. really fully explain that. Yet. Well, our subconscious <laughs> is a thing that yeah. people have studied a lot along those same lines where yeah you might have a rash or some sort of physical ailment but it could just be a situation in your life causing it and i know people don't want to believe that's possible but it's totally yeah no i don't know that much about how our brains i have i've had uh, outbreaks of psychologically induced dermatitis it's purely yeah mental health and stress that that causes it yeah do you think the brain is it's funny because I think we built computers originally to try to outdo the brain. And then now we've reached almost like this merging point where we're talking about computers like we're talking about the human brain like it's better than computers. But we're overlooking that the human brain is so flawed, like memory is flawed. People um, learn based on patterns because the brain is built that way. But sometimes it's anecdotal. So you could learn patterns that are, are actually aren't beneficial for your life. Right. And that's why you have to do like cognitive behavior therapy. And computers don't have that. But now we're trying to build computers to have all that. And now we're just <laughs> creating a worse computer. <laughs> yeah, kind of. A scarier computer. If yeah, one else. that has flawed opinions. Flawed human emotions. Oh, yeah. no. Computer's <laughs> going to stalk you for not using it enough. Uh, one of the things you mentioned, like a, a, a different sense or something being activated, one thing that has happened recently, uh, researchers at MIT made a device that can take your thoughts mm. and translate them to text. I've seen that. I can write it down. Yeah, because when you think something in your head, you're still yeah. hearing something. Like yeah. you're like no one else is hearing it, but you're hearing something, and that means bones are vibrating around and actually making sound. Yeah. And they developed this thing that just looks like a small headset, and when you think something, it translates it to text. That is so crazy to me because it makes sense, but it also is one of those things where you think your head is like your the one private place you have, right? But it's not going to be anymore. Right? So I really want to see the testing of that, of like, right. <laughs> like yeah. this guy's colleague is like running the test on me and it writes down like, man, I really want to fuck her. He's like, no, it's broken. It doesn't work. That is not what I am thinking right now. I like that's where your brain went. No. <laughs> well, it just seems like the, the no, yeah, stereotypical... You're right. 
Uh, what or if, what, or could you get in your head and be like, wait, is that what I'm thinking? Yeah, you're like, you could really become in this that? metal loop this where it's like you can't think what I'm thinking. Oh my god! You're- I would love to get to a point, and I think we can do it based on what you're telling me, where you can record dreams and like images, not just because think about the stuff you see when you're tripping and you're trying to say it, and people are just like, we don't care. But you're like, no, yeah. it's amazing. This and that, and, but like if you could just like record everything that's in your brain and play it. I bet that would be so cool. Literal Black Mirror episode. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, I like, guess I haven't watched enough Black Mirror. I think it's season one, episode two. What was the pitfall? Because they always have something negative. Oh, uh, this guy like basically saw his wife cheating on him. Mm, and I couldn't stop. Okay. Beat her to death. I see. I see. Anyway, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming out in 2020. <laughs> Looks all right. I'm excited about yeah, that. There's a bunch of there's a bunch of movies coming out. Coming to America. There's a, a yes. either a reboot Two. or a sequel. Yeah. It's a sequel. I think Arsenio's going to be in it. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Murphy's going to be Anderson's going to be in it. I'm back on the Eddie Murphy train after uh, Dolomite is my name. Mm. Everyone see that? I haven't seen not it yet. yet. It, the trailer looked really good. I remember seeing it the trailer in theaters and being like, "Why am I not hearing about this?" But I guess yeah. I just waited to. Before awards to push it. Yeah. Does this mean you're going to give uh, SNL a shot this week? No, fuck SNL. <laughs> I don't. I ain't know how powerful Eddie Murphy is. not trying to collaborate with Trump. I just think Eddie Murphy's a good <laughs> actor. Harley Quinn. This movie, do- I think they've done a good job in the trailer of separating themselves from Suicide Squad. Yeah. I didn't hate Suicide Squad. I just didn't think it was well written, but I, I, well, you know, whatever. I've, I've made my points clear in the past. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like they address those, like the whole abusive relationship. Yeah. They make it really clear that it's, uh, they don't, it doesn't seem like they're glamorizing it. And it seems like she's like kind of becoming aware and was almost like the robot realizing conscious, whatever, sentient. Yeah. She's a human. Maybe it's but, a metaphor for yeah. what the robots are going to yeah. do to us someday. <laughs> Bill and Ted face the music. New Bill and Ted movie. Some of that's Keanu. at the bowl, so I can get down with that. With Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Keanu. He's a sweetie. Yeah, everyone loves Keanu. I feel like Nicolas Cage is like one John Wick movie away from people loving him again <laughs> the same way. Because Keanu Reeves, it was bad times, and then John Wick yeah. came out, and we were like, for your dog? And oh my John God, Wick that's so sweet. came out even better. It, shut mm. the fuck up. It was <laughs> not better. There's another Halloween movie coming to Halloween Kills. Terrible it's title. called. Yeah, it's a bad title. The, the Danny McBride Halloween movie was so garbage. Yeah, I won't watch that. I will, because I'm a dummy. <laughs> Chet put some TV stuff on here. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm's back. Oh, man, there's a very funny scene. We're not going to watch John the trailer. Hamm. I just put it in just <laughs> We don't have time. You got to get to Sam Kelsey Monica, Grammer Bob. says Frazier's coming back. That could be a good thing. Probably not. Probably not. I, I like that the I Mad About to. You reboot is like on Spectrum something I never even heard of. Yeah. <laughs> really stretching on that. You really have My Chemical Romance reuniting Who on here? Who is not excited Did you about that? Alanis Morissette at the bowl. Yeah. Probably I, actually a very good concert. I do want to go to that. I, do you have tickets? Not yet. I was asking. Yeah. I would go see Alanis Morissette I'm at the bowl. 100% down. I'm uh, seeing uh, King Princess in January. I don't know who that is. She she's like getting bigger now, but I well I I found her music because whatever I'm queer and she's queer, but, but she uh, just did SNL, so I think she's gonna blow up. But she's really cool and she is good. The Drive-By Truckers have a new album coming out in January. One of my favorite bands. They're hanging in the studio next to the Fastball at Chats poster. The Fearless <laughs> Flyers will come out with new music. New music. Who are they? We don't have time, but I'll get into it. In the Trader Joe's uh, newsletter? They're a, they're, <laughs> well, well played. They're a spinoff of Wolfpack. Oh my. Who just sold out Madison Square Garden 
one of the few acts to ever do that without any management or representation. That's absurd, but genuinely impressive. And there's such be, a terrible band. There's going to be <laughs> new Super Bowl champs. Click the link, Adam. No. Why do I want to click, click the, the link? It's going to be some <laughs> Buffalo Bills shit. You damn well know it. We don't need to click the link. Is it? You're on the Scott- Bills train, though. You're on the Bills train. They're good. Yeah, they're good, they're, they're good this year. They're not going to win the Super Bowl. They'll probably lose it, but they'll no. They're they're not going to go. They're going to take out the Pats. They'll take out the Patriots, but they're not going to get past the Ravens unless Lamar Jackson. They almost beat the Ravens two well, be like five weeks ago now, but they didn't. Lamar Jackson (laughs) is my feel good story of the year. I'm so happy for how well he's playing this season. Him and Natasha Leone being the the star of Russian Doll. Those are my two. I was so that happy was for her. Year? Wow. It feels yeah. so long ago. It's been a long year. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Russian Doll does seem like it was fucking years ago. No, early this year. So anyone else want to add anything that they're looking forward to before we get the fuck out of here? I think we're covered. I'm excited about robots, but you know, just in general. Didn't I iRobot wait. take place in 2020? The movie iRobot? That's a zombie one though, right? No, that's the no, Will it's Smith. No. Aren't the- they're not wait. zombies. You're, iRobot? Thinking of, you're thinking of I Am Legend. That's also Will Smith. Yeah. That's oh. zombies. But I robot. Okay. I robot is like robots. A, wow, this whole time I've been thinking those are the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I robots about robot robots. Yeah, 2020 already. That came out in the early 2000s? Yeah. Mm. We'll fucking take these robots. We created them. We'll I keep all my out. old phones so that when they all wake up, I'll have a family. <laughs> nice. And uh when all those old phones wake up, I will feel guilty for having sold my family <laughs> i don't know where they where's, are now where's papa just like a 23 and me to find your find, the phones your, old to find phone. your old um whose hands are these that are poking me oh. oh no uh yeah i think that's an episode thank you both happy new year happy new year do Thanks we want to take quick bets trump do we do you think he's gonna win think he's gonna lose? oh trump's gonna win oh man yeah i i don't uh, if he doesn't if he's not impeached by now i feel like yeah. trump's gonna win i feel like him getting impeached might actually make him it's gonna help oh, his donations stronger. are going through the roof well he's like yeah. suge knight you shoot suge knight it just makes <gasps> suge knight stronger and, and like, now he trump. unites he, he has something to unite over i feel like i made a joke about this but i feel like it totally would happen is he'll ha- make like some merch that's like i got impeached and i'm still here or something i loved your your tweet that blew up about oh, the billionaires. <laughs> giving billionaires a shiny black card if they yeah. pay a certain yeah i think we should that would to work get them to t- the wealth tax we just rebrand it and call it a membership fee and then you get a card in the mail that says government recognized billionaire that like, would 100 i do think it work. would work but it was a joke and now it's become a uh, a massive fire <laughs> of arguing yeah, you're gonna be argument the, you're gonna be the wild. face of that movement <laughs> In 2020, and I cannot wait. So if Trump is Suge Knight, he could shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and mm. get away with it. But if he ran somebody over at a gas station at on Tom's Fifth Burgers, Avenue, he yeah. would not get away with it. I think Trump wins, and I think he, Trump wins by taking a, a strong portion of the black vote. Mm. And what do you think happens in 2024 while we're at it? Does he just keep going? Oh, no, he'll keep going. Like He's, he's gonna, not going to leave. He's going to try and stay in office. Oh, for sure. For sure. How like is he healthy? How is he? Well, then one of his kids will do it. Oh, man. Like, we're going to have Trumps for a while if we don't get that motherfucker out of office yeah. before the 2020 election. <sighs> <laughs> but at least Wonder Woman on the looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman looks great, though. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Chet, do you have anything to plug? 
Nah, I'm not even really posting on social media. I think people f- think I've fallen into a deep depression or something because I'm not on social media. I'm not on the pod. I'm just really fucking busy. Yeah. Uh, but I, I'll, I will make a conscious effort to record more pods with Adam and get some life balance going on. We'll get back to the 90s sucked yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. It's a fun podcast. Yeah. Teresa, what do you have to plug? Um, you can follow me at Larissa T and I have a podcast that Adam's done called You Can Tell Me Anything where comedians confess something they've never told anyone before. Mm. And your episode was good. I'm sure all your listeners have. Can I ask what already. you confessed? I talked about over? smoking crack. Yeah, oh. it's a very fun story. It, yeah, more than crack. It, crack is fun. Oh, <laughs> oh, you mean the story? Yeah, the oh, story yeah, yeah. was fun too. Uh, <laughs> that's how Adam got employed at Cracked. He uh-huh. thought it was. He was crack. like, I need to be. Yeah. Man, everyone. Can you at believe I don't those have? Jokes. Can you believe yeah. I don't have more work right now, Adam? That's crazy. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Adam Todd Brown. Todd with one D. Uh, send us an opinion. Maybe we'll share it on the show. Opinions at unpops dot com, and uh, send me a letter. I'm gonna. Hopefully, I will have written some of the people who've uh, sent letters in back by the time this goes up. But thirty seven twenty seven West Magnolia Boulevard. Number 1505, Burbank, California, 91505. Send me an old-timey letter. I'll send I'll send you something back. S- send me a letter, too, and I'll open some fucking mail. If you send it to... If you want to send Chet a letter, just address it to Unpops. <laughs> uh, because you can either send it to Unpops or me. If you send okay. it to Chet Wild at that address, they'll be like, no. They are the gatekeepers the of my mail. mail. I'll open because Adam will open it first. Yeah. I don't open mail. Don't send me anything. Send us anything you were going to send to it. No, 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 <laughs> no, don't. Jesus. Now take a picture of your dick. <laughs> send it to Adam. Oh, no, please don't. <laughs> All right, let's get the fuck out of here. Chat, say goodbye. Mm, no. Teresa, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bristol Street, bring a blood object to Bristol Street, I'm not